Okay, now I want to ask you a question. I wonder, do you know what the word refuge means? We will see, that's right, hiding place. We'll see up on here that a refuge is being safe or being sheltered from pursuit, danger, or difficulty. It can be a place or a situation providing safety or shelter, like Walter said, a hiding place. I wonder, what makes you feel comfy? What makes us feel safe? Now I've got a suitcase here and I have a couple of wonderful helpers who are gonna come and help me just dive into this suitcase and see what I've got in there. Hopefully you should be able to see from where you are because we've raised it up on the stage. Okay, Titus, what have we got first off in this suitcase? <laughs> oh, it's my dressing gown, lovely. Dressing gowns often make you feel very comfortable. I shall make myself comfy now, I think. What, have we got el what else have we got? Hot water bottle, especially at the moment, I think, and even maybe in here. It's not warm at the moment, that's a shame. What else have we got? Cup of tea. Anyone find a good warming cup of tea, nice and comfy? Yeah, lots of nods out there. Teddy bears, hands up if you have a teddy bear that keeps you, that makes you feel safe and comfy. Yeah, lots of you out there. What have we got next? A book? Yeah. Books make some, make some people feel really comfortable just to settle down. Maybe the book with the cup of tea makes a good little combo. Blankets, a bit like my dressing gown. This helps you to feel, can help some people feel nice and comfy. Do you want to look after that? No. <laughs> it's soft, honestly. Okay, next up, pets. This is a pet, so I'm not going to bring a real life dog. And I don't have any in our house to bring, but some people, a lot of people, put your hand up if you've got a pet. Pets bring comfort, uh, comfortable, bring uh, safety to a lot of people. They feel safe with their pets. What else have we got? The remote control. Anyone love a good bit of TV? Feel safe, feel comfy at home watching the TV? Chocolate. I mean, this is probably one of my most comfortable eating a good bar of chocolate, and I shall be enjoying this later. Is that everything? Well, I'll pop that one in my pocket. If you guys want to pop the rest back up in that box, I'll keep hold of this one. Oh, there's that. So there's lots of things, aren't there, that make people feel safe and comfortable. These were just a few. And at Christmas time, we often find comfort in traditions. We do a lot of the same things, and we tell the same story. Now, I can see in front of you, lots of you have come dressed up as different characters from the traditional Christmas story. If you haven't dressed up, that's fine, because you can choose a character, as I'm going to now tell the Christmas story, the traditional story, and whenever your name is mentioned, so even if you're dressed up, if you just choose a character, and adults can join in too, whenever your name is mentioned, you need to stand up where you are, and then sit back down again, okay? Adults, you might need to help some of the kids around you, and, as I say, you're welcome to join in too if you want to choose a character. So be ready though, because your name might come more than once, and it might come just after you sat down. You might stand up and then sit down, and so just be ready. Okay, so there once was a girl called Mary. Any Marys out there? Yes, there's a marriage. Um, and one day, she was visited by an angel. I know I've got a lot of angels around. An angel, Gabriel. He told Mary, so sit back down again once you're up, sit back down. 
Um, she, he told Mary that she was loved by God and that she was going to become pregnant and give birth to a very special baby called Jesus. Your baby Jesus? I know there's one over there. Another one over there as well. Great. And Jesus, the son of God. Now, I want to all see your surprised faces because that's quite big news. So show me your biggest shock face. Mary was going to be married to a man called Joseph. Any Josephs? Who lived in Nazareth. Brilliant, thank you. Joseph's, you're involved now, Joseph's family. <laughs> Joseph's family lived in Bethlehem, though. So when the leader Caesar, have got any Caesars out there? Any soldiers? Not, not the one that people usually choose. Um, he told everyone to go back to their hometowns because he wanted to count all the people in his kingdom. So Mary and Joseph went to Bethlehem. <laughs> Mary was on a donkey. Any donkeys? Yeah. <laughs> um, she was on that donkey because <laughs> she was very tired. Now, when they arrived in Bethlehem, they looked for a safe place to sleep. Can you all show me a sleeping? There were no guest rooms, though, so they had to stay in a room with the animals. Have we got any kind of animal in the room? This is your chance to stand up. Brilliant, and sit back down. Um, and there, baby Jesus was born. Now, there were some shepherds in a field. Brilliant, nearby, looking after their sheep. Have you seen a sheep here? Blue sheep. Um, an angel, angel came and told them the good news that Jesus, baby Jesus, the saviour had been born. Lots of angels. They showed up praising God as it was such good news. The shepherds went to see baby Jesus and were so happy that they told everyone they met. Tell everyone they met, everyone they met. And they went back to the field with their sheep, sheep praising God. Later, some wise men, sometimes we call them kings, so if that's you, what you get? Um, they came from the east and they followed a star. Do we have any stars here today? Any stars in the room? Got to be a star somewhere. There's one up top. Yes, brilliant. Uh, so uh, I've lost my, I'm so excited by the star. I've lost my place. They uh, followed the star. There we go. Uh, looking for the king of the Jews who they wanted to worship. King Herod, oh. <laughs> the ruler at that time, he asked them to let him know where baby Jesus was um, because he said that he wanted to go and worship the baby too. So the wise men, the kings, they agreed and they went on their way following the star to baby Jesus. They bowed down and they worshipped him and they gave him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. But they were warned in a dream not to go back to King Herod. So they went home. So they went home a different way. And that's the end of the story, right? That's usually where we, we maybe finish it. But what happens next? King Herod was really jealous of the new king that he'd heard of. And he was really scared. Show me your scared faces. Um, he was scared that someone was going to take his power. And so he searched for him. He searched for baby Jesus. He searched for him, but to hurt him. He ordered for all the children under the age of two to be hurt so that they couldn't be king. 
However, once the wise men had left Joseph, an angel, angels, they, keep on it guys, uh, we're nearly there. An angel told him in a dream to take Mary and baby Jesus to Egypt to run away from harm so that they could be safe. Kiki, Areva, and Avezi are now going to come up and they're going to read to us. We're going to have some pictures of a uh, book. Um, we're going to have some pictures from a book and they're going to read to us this story. Thanks, guys. And when we rested and they were frightened, they took hope from each other and from the baby's tiny first smile. And we entered into Egypt. And we found refuge. I kept walking. Yeah, we found refuge. There we go. <laughs> That's the key point. They found refuge in Egypt. Great. If we could go back to uh, my slideshow now, that would be great. Thank you very much. So, um, Jesus knew. Jesus knew what it was like to need a safe place. He wasn't safe, and he needed refuge. If we could go back one slide for a minute, is that all right? Just, I think it's a blank one. That's the one. Thank you. Um, so Jesus knew what it was like. He needed a safe place. He wasn't safe and he needed refuge. We've talked about refuge being a safe place, uh, somewhere to shelter, a hiding place. 
You know, there's been lots in the news this year, hasn't there, with Ukraine and ongoing conflict in other places. People needing to cross the channel, and why do they risk it? Because they need a safe place, they need a refuge. Now, imagine that you were woken up one night, and you were told that you had to leave your home because your country maybe wasn't safe. You wouldn't have time to pack a suitcase, certainly not a suitcase like I've packed here. You'd have to grab your passport, you'd leave your home with just the clothes that you were wearing. You might have time to quickly pick up one or two of your precious things, um, but no more than that because your life is in real danger. You might go somewhere where you don't speak the language or do the things that, um, in the same way that other people around you do, what do you think that would be like? I wonder. In difficult times, we seek the things that bring us comfort. So at Christmas, there are lots of things um, that bring us comfort. All the traditions, we've got what we eat, what we do, what we say, what we wear, and all those things might bring us comfort. But at Christmas, we remember the God of all comfort. The Bible tells us that God is our refuge. He's an ever-present help in, in trouble. He's our hiding place, our comforter. He's just, he's unchanging. Circumstances change and our comforts might change. Right, things around us change, don't they? But God never changes. Shake your heads, guys. God never changes. And he wants to bring us true comfort and rest. And he did this through sending his son, Jesus, who lived an uncomfortable life. Things were not easy for him. We've just talked about some of those things. Many things were difficult or uncomfortable, even at the very start when he was a refugee in Egypt. And at the end of Jesus' life, he died on the cross to save us from all of our bad choices and our brokenness. He created a way for us to be close to the God of comfort and to one day live in a place where there is no sadness and no struggle. The Bible says he will wipe every tear from our eye. There will be no more death, no sadness, no crying or pain. A place of true comfort and rest. So for us, there may be some difficulties this Christmas. For some of us, it may not look like Christmases that we've had before. Um, and we recognize that for many of our communities in our city and around the world, they may not get the comforts that they need this Christmas. But we can look to Jesus for our hope and our comfort. And we're going to listen to a song now. And if my um, wonderful welcome team could hand um, out, we're going we're to hand out some stars and some pens for you to write on. Um, and I think my Jacob and Esther, are you going to go help with those stars as well? That would be wonderful. Thank you. We'll get them handed out to you as quickly as possible. I'm going to give you all a star and a pen or a pencil. And we're going to listen to a song. There's going to be a video up on the screen. And during this song, if you want to put your hope in Jesus this Christmas, and it might be the first time you've ever put your hope in Jesus, or it might be you've been a Christian for a long time, but actually this year you want to say, do you know what? I want to put my hope in you again this Christmas, Jesus. Um, whatever you're facing this Christmas, whether it's looking super exciting, there's loads going on, we can still hope in Jesus. Whether it's looking difficult and different to normal, we still put our hope in Jesus. And so if you want to do that today, if you want to choose to put your hope in Jesus, um, if you write your name on the star, and then we're going to get these whiteboards forward. And if you want to come up 
during the song and stick your star on one of these two whiteboards.